Hey everybody, Thursday night and it's time for us to turn on our broadcast personalities. Hot Stuff is having a conniption fit. Uh, no, because cats are not coming out of my skull. Oh right, that's what that means. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I was, uh, I was, uh... So I sat down at the pretentious artist's computer, like I am wont to do on a regular Thursday uh, <coughs> evening radio broadcast, and, uh... And I opened, tried to open up Twitter, but instead of going to the, uh, the slash ASM Twitter, which is uh, where, we, where you can find the staff Twitter feed, uh, it instead went to slash advice hot dog, which is where the pretentious artist is starting a uh, Twitter feed offering advice. Uh, he's your, it's, it's your source for advices and hot dog advices. Send us your questions. Yeah. Oh. And, uh... That's the, <coughs> that's the site for our forthcoming Advice Hot Dog podcast. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, but his, his latest two or three bits of advice were very kind of awesome. <laughs> Would you care to share so, them? Yes, give us an example. Uh, sex is one of those things that's like riding a bike. Sometimes ladies can have an orgasm. <laughs> I don't find that to be true. <laughs> I don't think you're a bicycle nor a lady, so oh, I don't know that okay. you're qualified to judge. You know, a lady needs an orgasm, like a fish needs a bicycle. That's what that, that's what that old adage is about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, you know who else is with us this Thursday? Oh my god, Finally. Oh my god, it's you. <laughs> it's you, Riff. <laughs> Wait, it's you, Riff. If Riff, yeah. So, so like, do you do, does is there a last name associated with Riff? Is there a last name associated with Hot Stuff? No, no. Uh, I mean, I use Stuff is my last name. Oh, what are you Hot Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hot, Hot Q Stuff. See, whenever I have to name an account uh, with a with a first name and a last name, I'm always Jick Barnes. Wow. B a r n e s. Yeah. Really? I think the first time I ever used the name Jick, it was when I it was when I had signed up for something as Jick Barnes. <clears throat> I, I hear, uh, I hear in the ether that you are uh, eating your mic, and that it does not sound correct. I'm me. Yeah, you. Are you still? You're still I'm eating my mic. Yeah. I might have. Uh, there might be. I don't know. A wire hanging in front of it or something. Huh. Weird. I don't know what's going on. What sort of ether are you? Are you? Are you getting that over an Ethernet? Uh, no. Or oh. sneaker net. Did somebody deliver over you a the, floppy disk with a message on it? So it, it, maybe maybe pot yourself down a little bit again. Huh. I don't know. Maybe you're hot. Oh, I don't, you're on the cans, man. <clears throat> it did not sound weird to me. I don't okay. know. Uh, Riff, what have you been up to this last month while Hot Stuff and I were off in the land over under? Mm, uh, been doing a lot of Minecrafting. Uh, I don't think playing, that counts. Been playing some Darksiders. Okay, that counts. Is Darksiders good? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I, I heard mean, that it's like Zelda. Yeah, it's very, it's very Zelda. It's very... Um, I it reminds me more of the Soul Reaver games than the Zelda games, but I never played uh, Ocarina of Time, huh. so it may be that it's mainly Ocarina of Time that it reminds people of. I never played a Soul Reaver game. They're pretty good. Are they? Yeah, Soul Reaver Two I feel was the best one. It's very it's got that same sort of Zelda y, you know, you go through a dungeon and you get a new power and then you go back through the overworld and find nice. all the things that you needed that power to get to. Okay, so in Soul River, what were the kinds of powers? Um, like Reaper. gliding and being able to like ride the, a bike. Sometimes Soul River has orgasm. that yeah, sort of yeah, being able of, to uh, give a lady an orgasm. Yeah, is a power up that you would get, and then you'd go back to the <laughs> to ladies all the ladies on yeah, the map, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then man, give them an orgasm, and that unlocks a door. Cool. Yeah. Huh. One, do one <laughs> door the, per lady. Is or? it the door to their heart? <laughs> 
do you learn okay if you're playing a female character do you learn how to cook and then that's, <laughs> how, you, and then that's how you open the door how, for how, to, ha- how to have babies uh, <laughs> and the baby opens the door for you <laughs> you get the special power of <laughs> unequipping your shoes <laughs> wow um, <laughs> hanging out in the kitchen yes that's, that's exactly uh, it no, so then that's the thing. Once you learn to unequip your shoes, you go back to all the kitchens in the game, and you unlock the ability to have different kinds of babies. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like tamale babies, and burrito babies, and... Like, uh, like sugar babies? Mm-hmm. Water babies? Solar babies? I think that is all the phrases I know that start with a word and end with babies. You've got a fair number of elemental babies there. You could, you could do a whole game of Do you think solar is an element? Uh, it could it's be. What is the game where slash, the elements light. are solar, water, and sugar? <laughs> <laughs> well, sugar could be your earth. Wait, brain. what is the sugar baby? I, I know about sugar daddies. Sugar babies are like the little jelly beans made of sugar daddy material. Oh, I see. Yeah, They're really good. They're so much better than sugar daddies. Because the sugar daddies have a stick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whereas sugar daddies have a stick, sugar babies have a candy shell. Do they have a candy shell? Little, that's a little. It was bit. like a chocolate shell, wasn't it? No, it's not. None of it's chocolate. It's all just like, it's all kind of dulce de leche. Maybe I'm thinking of milk duds. Would, wouldn't you know if you were thinking of milk duds? <laughs> Do you have it? You have a disease where you sometimes can't tell whether or not you're thinking about milk duds. I know, right? Well, <laughs> it was weird. It's a weird thing to diagnose. <laughs> you know, like, because when does that, like, how often does that come up at the doctor's office, right? You had to, your, your psychiatrist had to. Had to figure it out <laughs> just by listing everything. That's there's a battery of tests where, <laughs> where oh, what what does this Rorschach print? Well, no, no, <laughs> they just ask it, it you. It involves a nine volt battery. They ask you about every single thing. They say, all right, think about chicken pox. Are you thinking about chicken pox? And you say yes. And then the first time you say no, then they've identified <laughs> your disorder, what it is that you don't know whether or not you're thinking about it. What like, if it's huh. the disorder? What if it's knowing... Oh, right. Well, yeah, yeah. you don't know whether or not you're thinking about, like, psychological tests. Right. Huh. Could be rough. Could be rough. So you've been playing... psychological tests all stuck in my teeth, and... Huh, apparently what we're describing is Super Princess Peach. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, you learn how to take off your shoes and have babies and bake cakes. Huh. Princess Peach was all about baking a cake. She was... and, And changing clothes behind a screen, I guess. Huh. There was that one section of Paper Mario where you yeah. think you're going to see Peach's tits. Yeah, yeah. You don't really think and you're going to see Peach's tits. The robot gets all hope. creepy. The robot. <laughs> not the robot, the computer. Uh, apparently our broadcast quality is super terrible. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't understand what's what's going on. Yeah. Um, What? Your shit is just flipping off Blowing the hook. up. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my dad just called. Because huh. our broadcast quality is so bad that... Hey, wow, that, that it was... They, they had to stop the presses... And your dad, who relies on those presses to make his golf cleats. I guess. Yeah. Is that how you make golf cleats? Is that out of presses? Yeah. I don't know what would be making the quality bad. I hope uh, we I should hope just not on this We side. should just get a new... Like, at this point, there are so many intermediary steps. We've got microphones leading into a mixing board, leading into a sound... Like an external sound card leading into a laptop, which is then broadcast over... like Which is then processed through some software, which is then broadcast out over the internet. Yeah, we need to start pre-recording the shows and just broadcasting them that way. We need to, you know, I feel like more people listen to this as 
an MP3 that they download than listen to it live. Probably, and the fact that the quality 10 of it to 15 times more. Yeah, yes. the quality of it suffers so much as a result of us having to deal with this broadcast stuff that you don't you you don't think you'll miss the the live feedback. Oh, like listen. Casey Wiederman telling us about Super Princess Peach? No, <sighs> so that, that wasn't funny. Although it did start us on a tangent about Paper Mario. I'm actually kind of excited about the 3DS. Yeah. Because of the games that... None of the launch titles are yeah, yeah, at I all have that same problem. I but have like, no interest in any launch yeah. title. So I'm not going to like pre-order a 3DS, but like I think maybe a year from now, I will buy a 3DS and a bunch of games and really enjoy them. I went ahead and pre-ordered just because... Um, because you have more money than cents. Money <laughs> <laughs> is exactly as much. I, I pre-ordered. I pre-ordered a 3DS to tape onto my iPod, uh, iPad. Oh, okay. Yeah, just as like a shade. Yeah. So that, you can, <laughs> so that you can take your iPad to the park <laughs> instead of your dog. Yeah. Um, I I went ahead and pre-ordered it because I I skipped the the DSi iteration of the DS hardware, so. I figure even yeah. if I'm still only playing DS games on a wa- for a while... Every time you touch those knobs, it makes me nervous, man. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to... We equ- know at least that the recording bullshits. was working properly. So yeah. any messing with any of this stuff is going to make the recording useless. Why are the left and the right microphones not the same? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Maybe they are. <clears throat> See, now we're, now we're more heavily in the right channel than the left... Okay, well, because we were the left was higher than before. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't understand what the hell is the deal with those knobs. Those knobs switch between the mic inputs and the line inputs, and they should be all the way at line. Right? Oh. Are they all the way at mic? They're all the way at mic. Okay. I don't know. Maybe put them in the middle and see what happens. I don't. You really want to? No, dude. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) like all of this shit. Sound going out. Maybe we should mess with it. Bewildering. It is absolutely bewildering. You know, we're we're bouncing around somewhere in the in the range of stuff that I can see on these little Christmas trees. These are Christmas trees, right? That's what they call displays like this. Yeah, no, I think that that should be all the way on on line instead of on mic. But I think if we turn it to line right now, it is just gonna blow out like crazy, and we'll have to adjust everything else all over again. And what the hell, man? What the hell? I don't know. <clears throat> Apparently, it's a little bit better now than it was. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Who, is somebody texting you to tell you yes. about these things? Okay. I have I have a devoted audience. You have spies on the outside. Uh, so I'm sorry, Riff. I interrupted your story about pre-ordering a 3DS. Oh, uh, did you pre-order um, a 3DO? Wait, is it no. is it already out? Did you no, pre- no, it's, it's, it's out, out for like pre-orders. March, yeah, or Mage. You really like? I just don't trust the first generation of anything anymore. Any hardware. Hmm. It is, you know, with with Nintendo, the first generation of their handhelds is usually pretty good, but then the second generation is just so much better. So much better. Because yeah. the DS was okay, but then the DSi or DS Lite or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the DSi was. was just much, much slicker. The the word is that they don't have immediate plans to do like a DSi iteration of the 3DS because they've already miniaturized it and and packed everything into the small shell as as far as they think they're going to be able to do for the near future. Huh. But you so. know what was fucking god awful compared to the second generation was the Game Boy Advance. Really? I remember it, it when that unplayed. first came out it was so dark that you couldn't Yeah, like yeah. It, you could basically play it if you were in a dark room, but that was it. Yeah. Like huh. you could not play it if there was any ambient light. Or no, wait, wait, wait. No. No, you that's play not it. In the sun. You had to have a light. You, it, mm. Because it was a, it was an LCD display that 
was not backlit. Not backlit, yeah. Right. That was the problem with it. So they sold lights, but they were just like, you know, something that would clip in and shine a little LED on the screen. So then it was like you could see part of the screen. You had to be playing it under the exact right lighting conditions. Um, Jolandi asked if we're sad that we left town just before San Francisco Beer Week took place. Probably would have made the 100 Beers Project easier. I don't know. We went to a little beer fest, and I quickly got drunk. That was when I finished my 100 beers or whatever, but, like, I don't know that I would have wanted to feel the pressure to drink a bunch of beers at a particular time or place. Although, I guess, don't, I don't know what Beer Week entails. It's, like, the one place that I saw that was advertising it just was, like, events where they were serving a lot of different beers, which we kind of had enough of those which were called bars. See, I think it, is, I, I think it was maybe just, like, uh, a lecture where Tarzan described the differences between different kinds of booze, so he was like, beer weak, whiskey strong. I see. <laughs> Some of the beers you got were not so weak compared to whiskey. Yeah, no kidding, man. Uh, sp- speaking of which, uh, speaking of that beer tasting festival, Stupak writes, hot stuff, how's your ass? That was quite the fall. That was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. I, I told, I told uh, Scully about story, it on yeah. the Monday show, yeah. Yeah. Hot stuff fell down in front of some policemen's and they laughed. Oh, I was they fell down in front of like hundreds too. of people. They didn't all just—they just didn't notice, whatever. Yeah, only the policemen's noticed because only the policemen's were sober. Yeah. Well, was. I mean, they were probably high. <laughs> it was unclear what they were doing. There was some—they were just something illicit. They were not paying any attention to anybody around. Hey, you don't know what it's like for a policeman to pay attention. Maybe they were paying attention with the eyes in the back of their heads. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. they had those. Maybe they had mirror shades that were mirrored on the inside too. Huh. Like those spy glasses. There was an, there was an advertisement that uh, Doc Galactic pointed out was funny. That it was, it was one of those comic book pictures for uh, 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. But it was a man. It was a guy looking at his own hand and seeing the bones. And behind him, there was what appeared to be a naked woman. <laughs> and so, you know, the advertising point of this is... The, <laughs> Women will be so impressed with these glasses' ability to, to see the bones in your hand that they will just take their clothes off so you won't need to actually use the 3D gla- glasses on their clothes. <laughs> but you'll be too busy looking at the bones in your hand to enjoy the naked woman. I thought I you know. could see, like, I thought in that picture you could see, like, a faint outline of clothing that they, the naked woman was theoretically wearing. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because all you could see was the naked woman. I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. When there's a naked woman around, that's all I can see. Huh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you think that would ca- like cure glaucoma? I don't think so. I think the it would just probably... Would well, I mean, it would cure your glaucoma in that in you would die of eye cancer, and so you wouldn't be worried about your glaucoma anymore. You'd die of eye cancer from looking at naked ladies? Yeah. Really? Wait. With goggles. <laughs> With the 3D goggles. No, I was just talking about in general. Oh, just looking at naked women. No, that doesn't give you eye cancer. Okay. It gives you hairy palms. Does it? Yeah. And it actually makes you go blind. Okay. And what else? You go to hell. Uh, Which one of those is the worst? Mm, Mm. I'm guessing hell because it lasts longer. No. But blindness is also forever. Well, no. Blindness is only until you die. I think it continues after you die. No, they will restore your sight in hell so that you can see the horrible, horrible things that are invariably what you have to look at in hell to make it worse. Wait, do you think they grant you, like, hundreds of other senses of things that are unpleasant? Probably. Wow. (laughs) You get to... You you learn how to double... You learn how to double smell. (laughs) (laughs) It's smelling two horrible things at the same time. 
Huh. Which is not a thing that we can do with our normal human right. senses. <laughs> yeah. You've never you've never walked into a place and said, "My God, it smells like poop and pee in here." <laughs> it's always one or the other. Sure. Yeah. See, if you could double smell. Although sometimes it smells like poopy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like when babies do it, or something. When when it's adorable. Yeah. When the when the when the feces is adorable. That's that's never true. It smells like poop. Well, sometimes oh, the come feces, on. feces comes out in the shape of Jesus. Right? Imagine, <laughs> poop, imagine okay, a, okay. imagine in that particular a, case. Imagine poop wearing a, a set of Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> that would be pretty adorable. Imagine imagine poop with big poop, fluttery poop. eyelash yeah, puppy dog yeah, eyes. Yeah, big big anime eyes. Yeah. <laughs> did, Riff, did I tell you about the anime that we saw that they were playing at the sushi restaurant? Jesus which was it was a bunch of. It was a series of, like, two- or three-minute vignettes of men sort of, like, seeing some cleavage or maybe, like, a, a flash of panties and then, like, dying of a heart attack or having a nosebleed a so, nosebleed, so yeah, in- yeah. intense that they, that like, all of it, they become just an emaciated corpse. <laughs> it, it was, I think it was called Colorful? Hmm, I've never and heard of it. it. It was just, it was a DVD that they were playing that was just a bunch of, like, one or two or three minute shorts of, like, oh, here's a guy on a subway. He sees a woman, and then he gets so horny that he dies. <laughs> huh. I'll have to see if I can track that down. Yeah. That sounds pretty funny. It seems like the kind of thing that you would like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, like, a single, Maybe I can a watch single skit like that would, would be okay, but, like, just over and over and over again. I mean, did... I don't know. Did... Was... Did each, like, did each new sketch introduce a new twist or wrinkle to the punchline? I think so. I think they were all slightly different. We didn't have the sound. sound, Yeah, Yeah. so it's hard to know. Hmm. Which, given that it would have been in Japanese, why didn't they just have the subtitle on? That's a good question. Yeah, the they also had just on a different at the same sushi place on a different TV. They just had plain old anime porn. On that seems odd for a restaurant. And then also some like every once in a while there would be just like some really really grisly gory anime horror stuff playing huh. that you wouldn't think you'd want on while people were eating. It's a very hip. Uh, uh, okay. the, the programmer on the new game apparently doesn't like that restaurant because he does not believe that their practices are sustainable. Yeah, like I think they're like they're into like flying in all their fish from Tokyo the, uh, from the previous morning or whatever you know. How is that not sustainable? It's, I mean, it, it, like just like the flower trade, which flies flowers all over the place. Just using a bunch of jet fuel for like these kind of high-end, not really, you know, necessary things, right? Like you could you could be eating fish from local markets, but you're not. Yeah, right. I mean, you could also be eating, you know, tasteless gruel. Sure. But can't they? But they can, can't they get fresh fish? Yeah, there? they can, and I think I think there's like there's just like a really good. There's like a really good fish market in Tokyo, which is where they huh. get all their stuff from. I don't know. I don't know anything, any actual specifics. Is it inherently immoral to open a restaurant where your gimmick is that you fly fish in from Tokyo and then charge enough for it? That inherently that's immoral? Yeah. Uh, I think in certain certain viewpoints, yeah, sure. Anything that you can't, that could not actually sort of be sustained indefinitely. Why couldn't that be sustained indefinitely? Because it uses a non-renewable resource? Yeah. I mean, there are also only so many fish on Earth. Fish are a renewable resource. So is petroleum. 
Not really. Uh, you wait. You wait several more million years, and <laughs> there will be another reign of dinosaurs, and then several another million years after that. Reign R E I G N or R A I N? Actually, R A Y N E. I don't even know what that means. It's like that video game. Rain Wilson. Max Rain. Rain Wilson Phillips. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, like, at this point, my moral compass is all spinning around <laughs> in a circle. It's because you uh, you fill your pockets with moral magnets. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Your compass always just points at your balls. I build a, I build a, an archway out of obsidian, and then, <laughs> fuck, if I know where I'm going. <laughs> you guys are obsessed with Minecraft. I wish and I were you, obsessed with you it. You also can't stop suplexing gators. As what? near as I can tell. <laughs> suplexing? Yeah. I don't get that. Performing a wrestling move on those gators. Is a suplex a wrestling move? I don't I think so. I think so, yeah. Because like a duplex is like a two-story house. Yeah, right? a suplex is where <laughs> six people live in. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's actually where a, a, a boy named Sue... It's like a multiplex. Right. Like a Lilu Dallas multiplex. Right. Yeah. Uh, if Duplo are like giant Legos, what are Suplo? Huh. <clears throat> Six Legos. <laughs> they're not like Legos that hold that's why soup. They don't, that's why they don't <laughs> sell. Yeah, wait. Do you think you could make a bowl out of Legos that contains so much soup that you wouldn't be able to afford it? <laughs> Where did you get is, the soup in the first a, place? That is one of the classic existential questions. <laughs> Can God create a bowl made out of Legos <laughs> that contains so much soup that even he cannot afford it? Well, because, I mean, the, the Legos are expensive, <laughs> right? So if you can afford those Legos, th- I mean, that's the thing. Like, is it possible to be able to afford so many Legos that you can, that you can make something large enough that you would not be able to afford the soup? To <laughs> Well, what if you build one of those, like, Klein bottle Lego? Or like a, co- or a colander. If you build a <laughs> colander out of Legos, you, you could definitely never afford enough soup to fill it up. <laughs> well, and, uh, so unless you bought you bought soup, and you managed to, because like you could fill up a colander with a fire hose, right? Like I think if you just were standing the, ho- the hose itself, if you were standing <laughs> underneath the fire hose, and you just held the colander up, it, it would be fair to say that that colander was full of water. If you sus- if you suspend the colander in a fish tank, I think you can say that the <laughs> colander is full of water. Well, yeah, I mean, if you've got more, greater volume of water going into the colander than can be released through the holes, then right. Then so that's the secret to our up. soup question. Yes, you just need a fire hose of soup, or or an aquarium full of soup, yeah. larger than. But where you do you know, get the aquarium? I mean, that, a like, fire hose does not actually contain any fire. Mm-hmm. Why is it not a water hose? All hoses are water hoses. No, there's like there's air hoses, there's panty hoses, there's <laughs> <laughs> I mean pantyhose contain Just mostly water. <laughs> <sighs> Look, are you gonna tell me a leg is not mostly water? No, you're, no, you're not. You are technically correct. Unless you put pantyhose on a mannequin, then it's mostly plastic. Unless Which is a non renewable resource. Unless it's like one of those mannequins from mannequin. Apparently there are non-petroleum ways to make plastic. Sure, there's like... So plastic is not in and of itself. We saw those weird biodegradable... uh, Well, you didn't go to the Exploratorium this time, but they had these weird biodegradable forks in the... There's soy soy forks. There's like pressed soy. They're weird. Have you seen those biodegradable sun chip bags? 
Uh, no, I thought they stopped making them because they were too noisy. Yeah, the, even the ones that they replaced them with are crazy noisy. Do you think that's what's causing our... Is that what's causing our radio broadcast problems? Is the noise from all the sun chip bags? We, Wait, what do you we mean saw we saw one of them in the grocery store that was like the new version that is not does it say fully dialed now less noisy yeah yeah, yeah what is like, what does it mean for something you to be just, too noisy it's it, you just crumple it and it hurt my ears it was <laughs> so loud that's weird that is yeah. really weird how is that even a thing I, I don't even know we should drop those bags of those chips on enemy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah! have some delicious ah! chips and suddenly they're just crippled yeah they're all deaf. Oh, but you know what? When they get to hell, they'll be double undeaf, so they can double undeaf, yeah. so they can hear, uh, so they can hear both horrible noises at the same time. You know, both of them. Huh? Can God create a sun chip bag so loud? <laughs> and let there be sun chip bags. <laughs> <clears throat> um. King Stupid wrote in the forum thread, Yesterday my eight-year-old daughter says to her mom, I feel retarded because I've never been to Disney World. I've got to say, <laughs> best argument for going to Disney World I've heard this week. There's there's no bad argument for going to Disney World. You know... You like $9 lemonade, don't you? It's crazy expensive. The rides are not all that great. You know, they're okay. But you could... You, honestly, the rides, you could honestly have... Like a much better time at like an actual amusement park somewhere. Yeah, go to like Kennywood or Six Flags or something. Kennywood is that the is that like That's Kenny Rogers version of Dollywood? It's the one up in Pennsylvania. Huh, I've never heard of it. It's is it good. in Kenny Bunkport? Uh, that's not in Pennsylvania, so. No. In Denver, we had Eliches. Is it at Camp David? <laughs> I I don't know where that is. Is it is it on Martha's Vineyard? <laughs> Martha's Vineyard should have a. It could Is be it all on grape oriented? Nantucket Island. <laughs> there's a uh, there's lots of like boardwalks which have amusement rides. Right? Like I think there's a handful. Coney Island. Well, I'm thinking like the Jersey Shore. Have you seen that photograph? That's the the boardwalk from Big. Only in place of the Zoltan machine, there's just like this big Pepsi machine. Does it grant wishes? <laughs> I don't think so. And, well, unless unless, you unless your wish is like, man, I'd really like a Pepsi for like a dollar. Yeah. Does it make you? Does it make you older? Maybe Pepsi is what makes you old. I haven't had a Pepsi in a long time, and I feel like I have not aged since the last time you had a Pepsi. Um, yes. Shortly after that. No, you have. So you have no more gray hairs. Oh, I'm. I'm sure I have more gray hairs. So I just. I said I don't feel like I have aged. Your sex drive hasn't diminished since that last Pepsi. No. Not really. Okay. What else happens as you get older? Your teeth fall out? I still have all my teeth. Your, um... You, uh... Start getting a discount at Arby's? Uh... <laughs> haven't tried. <laughs> haven't, okay. haven't been to an Arby's in a long time. Huh. You start wearing your pants up higher? Right. You start eating dinner early? At Country Kitchen? Yeah, none of those things. You, st- you play some golf? Nope. You, um... You need Metamucil. Nope. To keep yourself regular. <laughs> no. So you need exactly as much Metamucil now as you did the last time you drank a Pepsi. Yes. Okay. I'm glad that we've diagnosed this out. my yeah. age. Um, yeah. I've never, I've never Metamucil. I didn't like. Hmm. <clears throat> what, what is Metamucil? Is it just like a fiber drink? It's just fiber. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you liquefy fiber? It's gross. 
Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. It's like it's like uh, psyllium husks. What the <laughs> hell are psyllium? <laughs> Did you know. just make that up? Some kind of plant. No, that's what Metamucil is made of. Psyllium? <laughs> yes. Yes. S I the best element. S I L L Y U M. Yes. Yeah. It's what Monty Python is made out of. Huh. Well, I don't know. So there are pill versions of. Metamucil? Sort of, yeah. Metamupil? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they call them. Is that what they call them? No. No. <laughs> you, what, what is the matter with you? <laughs> Nothing? Uh, that are made with psyllium husks. It's like P-S-Y-L-L-I-U-M or something. It's like some kind of plant. Oh, so it's like psychic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a plant that makes you psychic. Psilocybin? That's why old people can read your thoughts. Psilocybin. Yeah, it's psilocybin. Metamucil is just liquefied psilocybin. That's why it's so popular. (laughs) Don't tell anyone, or it will catch on with the punk kids. That would be kind of an awesome way to, like, make something that was awesome that you didn't want kids to enjoy. Like, you know, mark it as, like, some sort of, like, insure drink or something. (laughs) Cigarettes, they make you poop. (laughs) Which is true. (laughs) So, if you eat them... No. No, it's Smoker, weird. Smoking a cigarette always makes me have to poop. Wait, really? Yeah. Smoking a cigar right nine now? Nine times smoking out of ten. Smoking a cigar sometimes you just poop makes right me now. have to poop. No, I'm okay. But you just smoke a cigarette? I know, not every time, but mostly every nine time. Nine times. Nine, nine times out of ten, smoking a cigarette will, will make me have to drop a load Is off. it perchance because you only smoke once a day? I think that's... You go poop <laughs> exactly just coincidentally? Yeah. That, you that only smoke. That, that could be. <laughs> you only smoke when you, when it's time for you to... Be, it's like something you do to pass the time while you're on the toilet. <laughs> that's so weird. you smoke a cigarette, yeah. Uh, but you know what I've been doing to pass the time on the toilet is playing Plants vs. Fucking Zombies on the iPhone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I am. Uh, I decided I needed to get all the goddamn achievements. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, which ones are you missing? Oh, the ones that are based on roof levels uh, that I haven't gotten back around to yet. And the you ones have to play through the whole game to get back to the roof levels? You have to play through the game twice. You can, you can get those achievements on... First go through? No, you can, you can just start a quick game on a roof level I and see. get the achievements that way. But there is also an achievement for completing adventure mode a second time. Oh. So, yeah. I kind of stopped paying attention to game center achievements because it's so janky there's like a there's there's some kind of problem where if you're not if you're not uh, properly online while you're playing it won't be able to send game center data to game center mm-hmm. and then you just won't get that achievement ever i've got a ton of achievements that i should have in infinity blade that I just can't get now because I missed that window of opportunity and now the game thinks I've got that achievement so it doesn't grant it to me again but Game Center doesn't recognize never got the data so like for example there's an achievement for like killing 20 dudes and an achievement for killing 5 dudes and I've got the 20 dude one but not the 5 dude one huh yeah weird it's messed up I uh, I didn't realize there were game center achievements. I guess. Yeah. I mean, game center like game center is att- Apple's attempt to centralize all of the like two dozen different kinds sure. of like. Which I think is I think that's an admirable things. effort. Yeah, yeah. I I don't expect it to work. It. I mean, like there's definitely a bunch of games that have switched over to it from other stuff, 
or games that didn't have achievements. But I think only them. mostly from stuff that's defunct, right? Like the because I feel like there were a lot of those. I feel like there were a lot of those game, like sort of clearinghouse things where yeah, you make an account, what, track achievement what, stuff that, I that find just weird stop being supported. Game center, like the graphics, like the 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 interface to Game Center is awful. Yeah, like it's it not looks great. terrible. Yeah. Why does it not use this, the the classic like no color sort of like silver thing that like Apple has sort of switched over to? It's got that weird like they were trying to go green for and like brown. It, it looks like they were trying to go for like a casino, casino table game. kind of yeah, yeah. And, like that is ridiculous. Nobody yeah, yeah that's retarded. Well, because you know how much nerds like uh, the decor of casinos. Every nerd's house, there's yeah. like garish carpets. Do you think you could change your name to Garish Carpets? <laughs> Esquire. Yeah. Or Garish Carpet Bag. <laughs> you can make a carpet bag out of a Garish Carpet. Yeah. yeah. And then change your name to Richard Garriott. <laughs> <laughs> so you could carry it? Garish Yes. Garriott. <laughs> I'm Richard Garriott, and I'm going to carry it. <laughs> this Garish Carpet Bag from my casino house. <laughs> Have you ever seen the, uh, the, the, like... I don't know what it was. It was it was like from some news show where they did a walking tour of, of Richard Garriott's house. house. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He's got a crazy house. Yeah, I kind of want some of those things. Did, I want he some, the, did he have the secret passage? He had a bunch of secret passages. He also had these crazy like, sort of like secret cabinets where there was just like some you know random art objects on the on a shelf, and one of them if you picked it up and put it against a specific spot on one of the wall panels, it would just open to reveal a secret shelf. Some sort of magnetic thing. Hmm. It's pretty crazy. Um, Eric writes that a family friend couldn't afford to take her son to Disney, so tried to get him to astral project there instead. Hmm. Oh, that's good. Huh. Maybe uh, the reason that she doesn't have any money is because she's a crazy fucking hippie! Did you ever consider that? Been eating too much Metamucil. Yeah, psilocybin. Do you yeah. think that? Uh, do you think that somebody uh, who? Do you think that only hippies try to astral project? It depends okay, on how broad only your definition hippies of hippie and is. Crazy people yeah. try to astral project. Because I feel like do only you, hippies do you consider and crazy Shirley MacLaine as a hippie. I don't know who that is. Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Seriously? Yes. She was big, like reincarnation. Yeah, she's like when I think of like somebody who's into like crystal popular figures into new age stuff. It was yeah. Like you don't think of like your mother? No, my mom's not a popular figure. Oh. At least not among her figure's pretty popular with me. Oh. I don't think that's how popular works. <laughs> that's the second time somebody in the past two days has said X is popular with me, which I don't. I don't think something can be popular with one person. That doesn't make any sense. I am the body politic. <laughs> Hear me roar. We are you legion. Are the, you are the body, our body, body, our body politics, ourselves. <laughs> I'm okay, you're okay. <laughs> Come on, other stuff from the 60s and 70s. <laughs> Roy had this great book that he bought at Bookman's um, that was like the guy who, d- who did a bunch of like album cover art in the 70s like these really like kind of fantasy looking paintings uh some of which had like elements from photograph mixed into them but some of them were just crazy like bug robot spaceships hmm uh it took us a long time looking at the book to figure out who the guy was and 
It was not clear. The, 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 the spine of the book just had nine things on it, like some of which were names, and some of which were clearly like the, either the titles of things or the name of an... Like, because there wasn't a person named Dragon Dream. Right? <laughs> Although there could be somebody named Dragon Dream. I knew a yeah, woman named Tiger 70s. Brightfield. There's, there was that Crescent Dragon Wagon retard that wrote those cookbooks. <laughs> crescent Dragon Wagon? Yeah. Seriously? Yes. Somebody's name is Crescent Dragon Wagon. Huh. You know, which is pretty funny. Like, I could imagine deciding when I was, like, you know, 19 that it would be a funny idea to change my name to something ridiculous like that and then not change it back for the rest of my life. But if somebody pointed out to me that it was retarded, I would have to... I would, I would be forced to admit that they were correct. Um, see, it's a good thing they didn't let me change my name. I never actually tried. What would you have done? I don't know. Probably, I probably Jake would have just Barnes. changed my name to Electricity <laughs> Johnson. Electricity Johnson. Yeah. Because you're a fish? No, because I always... I, the, the fish was just the next best thing, right? I, okay. I had always... I, I just decided that there weren't enough children in the world named Electricity, and so that the first thing that I... The first thing that I was going to do as soon as I found a woman was I was going to have <laughs> six children and name them all Electricity. <laughs> um, okay. Just e- to even out the ratio? Yeah. Okay. You know, to try to increase the <laughs> increase the number, and then, and then I you know, I thought to train myself to be able to distinguish between and equally love multiple things named electricity. I named every fish electricity. To train yourself. <laughs> yes, to condition myself to be able to love. <laughs> this is probably <laughs> the most boring montage I can imagine, <laughs> where you're naming fish electricity. No, just, sit, <laughs> just, sitting there, just sitting there practicing loving them. <laughs> It's really, it's really like a kind of an in, in, internal thing, you know. It's not. There's no like. There's I mean, no I like push-ups with logs on my back. Or I could imagine like little hearts going from you into the fishbowl or something. Yeah, and then accident like there'll be the failure scene where four hearts go to one fish and two hearts go to another. Right. Right. And the fuck, one I didn't love them explode. I didn't love them equally. Yeah. Too much love. Too much love makes a goldfish explode. And then all the other fish eat the other exploded oh, man. fish's body They're parts. vicious. They are vicious. Vicious, vicious. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think Roy's been doing drugs here at the desk? He's got a. Yeah, he's got a thing of uh, computer air. <laughs> because that's that's what that drug is called. <laughs> computer air. Man, I found out the other day that computer air tastes terrible. <laughs> Were you trying to use it to floss? <laughs> no, I was just I was just sitting here and absentmindedly sprayed some of it into my mouth and I couldn't get the taste out of my mouth for like half an hour. How are you absent-minded to do something like that? <laughs> well, I've, I just, I have well, lots of like, things on oh, my I was just spraying a bunch of stuff in my with. mouth and one of the <laughs> things I <laughs> <laughs> in my mouth was... I was like chewing on the straw or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is awesome. This has, like, don't spray it into your mouth when the can is like this. Don't spray it into your mouth when the can is like this. Huh. Which I, I'm turning the can I, upside down and right side up. And I thought when I was a kid that it was just compressed air, and so yeah. I took a big I took a big huff of it once, and then I was like, whoa. Yeah, what there's, that? I guess there's some kind of propellant yeah. or something. And then do not spray it into your ear. It's really unpleasant. Do not hang out around fire at all. Do oh, not hang out around fire. It's, it's <laughs> so much for bonfire just, night. Just ever. Like, <laughs> and do not shake. These are just um, lessons lessons for life from computer Extreme danger. There's a box that says extreme danger, colon, very flammable. Contents under pressure. See additional contents. Cautions on back panel. Extreme so danger, So I wonder what this is that we're actually spraying on our computers. 
It also says excellent for cleaning, colon. <laughs> See what mine says. Moisture free, non ozone depleting. It's got it's got a couple of weird symbols. So it has a like a an octagon with a fire in it, and then it has a an upside down triangle with the ascension of Christ in it, as far as I can tell. Like it's I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this picture. You must have a weird one, because mine says it's not not explicitly flammable unless you actually uh, spray the liquid out. That is a lemon-scented yep. uh, can of computer air. Lemon-scented air duster by Memorex. Is it real? Weird. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but this upside-down triangle thing, I have no idea what the fuck. <laughs> there is... It looks like a meteor crash I, again from Maybe? The <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on whether you think it's going, going up or down, right? Like, I thought maybe it was, like... It could be, like, expli- Like, is that a... Is that a uh, a symbol for explosive hazard, maybe? Maybe. Could be. Flammable and explosive hazard. Did did Luke Duke shoot a, 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 a dynamite arrow out of a bow <laughs> at Roscoe P. Coltrane's water tower? Maybe. Why did they? Why did that guy have his own water tower? He wanted really good water pressure in his house. Mm. Oh, yeah, so he built a water tower, but yeah. I mean, that's what I would do. That's what we should do. Seems like the obvious solution. I asked the plumber when he came out to fix the shit that went wrong with my plumbing. I was like, is there anything I can do to increase the water pressure upstairs? And he was like, your water pressure is as high as it is possible for it to go. Like, no! I know that that's not true. That guy was trying to feed me a line. I mean, you could you could reduce the size of all of the pipes in your house yeah, by yeah. some smaller shower head holes. Yeah, whatever, Mr. Physics Head. <laughs> uh, is, is the water pressure in your house not adequate? I don't know. I wish there was more. Of wish it. there was more water pressure? Yeah. Get a second uh, a second shower head. Shower head, yeah. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> Why don't I get a thousand shower heads? Increase the water pressure a thousand fold. It's like a perpetual motion. A perpetual boson machine. Boson Man, machine? did you remember from the Exploratorium seeing the cloud chamber? No. Okay, so it was like a black surface atop which was suspended a bunch of uh, alcohol vapor. Okay. Which reacts to subatomic particles passing through it to form little bubbles. So, oh. just these these just little dancing lines that appear when oh. muons pass through it. Really? Yeah. Huh. It was kind of amazing. I remember, what was the thing that we saw that were like blew our minds the first time we went there? We were both super excited about, and it was like something having to do with bubbles or small things. <laughs> uh, brownie in motion? The brownie in motion thing was pretty cool. Yeah, maybe it was like being but that able was to just see like a simulator. Yeah. No, no, like we like literally seeing like. It was oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh right, right. The, the like microscope, microscope, the microscope with the perpetually hot liquid that. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I didn't see it. I've liked Brownie in Motion ever since I played The Hitchhiker's Guide to the yeah, Galaxy. I was just thinking too, that. Yep. Me too as well. People say vi- video games aren't educational. Mm-hmm. Video games are in- innately in- educational. Jelandi says, is there anything you'll really miss about San Francisco after a month? Are you planning to be back next year? At some point, um, the thing that I miss every time I leave a city, like a city city, is being able to get up in the morning, walk to a coffee shop, and get coffee. You could do that now. I could, but there's not a coffee shop that I can walk to. There's a drive-through coffee shop. Yeah, 
I so I get up and drive to it, and that's different than walking. You could walk. I mean, they have a window on the other side for pedestrians. Yeah. But you don't ever do that. It's too far. It's much further than the It's one like ten times as far as any point is from a cafe in the city of San Francisco. It might be ten times round trip. It's probably five times one way. Okay. I'm guessing. Fine. So, oh, you're right, I don't miss that. No, I'm not saying you don't miss it, I'm just saying that you, good, you, good, you could... Good, good argument, buddy. You could <laughs> walk to a coffee shop in your could. environment. I mean, I could walk to a McDonald's and get coffee. Yeah. I could walk to Arby's and get a Jamocha shake every morning. Jamocha? Yeah. What is Jamocha? It's good. They are good. What What does that even mean? It's Java and Mocha. So... It's a chocolate and coffee-flavored milkshake from Arby's. It's delicious. Okay. Isn't Mocha already inherently chocolate and coffee flavor? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like the Moo Latte from Dairy Queen. <laughs> Did they dis- discontinue that? No, they didn't. They were still selling them as as recently as Columbus. They at least had them at the Dairy Queen in Ohio. Hmm. They, th- that was also where they had the uh, Buy Her a Diamond, That'll Shut Her Up billboard. <laughs> huh. Clearly. Clearly quite progressive. <laughs> Uh, Data Vortex asks if there's any special requests for the Dragon Con party this year. We're already going to have board games. Free booze or open to all ages? Wait, wait, wait. For a second. Mocha. The first definition of mocha. Soft suede glove leather from goat skin. Ugh. I'm not going to drink that. Well, yeah. so it's probably it's probably just based on the color, right? Like, a flavoring... Number two is a flavoring made from coffee mixed with chocolate. Yeah. So, huh, so does Jamocha just have extra coffee in it? No, I think it's actually served in a goatskin glove. <laughs> I would like, oh, a, I would like awesome. a glove full of ice cream, please. <laughs> yes, you, sir. You could punch little holes in the end of the fingers and pretend you were a baby cow. Yeah, you were, dr- you were drinking ice cream right out of the goat cow. <laughs> <laughs> the frozen goat cow. The <laughs> um who the diabetic frozen goat cow? What would what kind of animal would pass ice cream through a goat udder? <laughs> well, an ice cream goat, I guess. <laughs> um. Anyway, do we have any special requests for the Dragon Con party this year? I'm. I liked the free booze. The free booze definitely attracts. I feel like making it free booze causes five times as many people to show up as if you made it all ages. Yes. Right, because people, they come for the free booze, they stay for the, I don't know. Boobies? The boobies, yeah. There were some boobies. I didn't see any. The, well, there weren't any, like, fresh, <laughs> there weren't any fresh boobies. <laughs> there were, Just off the vine? <laughs> no, there weren't, there weren't any detached boobies. There, there weren't. <laughs> detached? Exposed? Exposed. Is maybe what I was, exposed, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I would, I would say that there was like a reasonable there was a reasonable uh, 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 concentration of, of ladies at, at the oh, KOL yeah, party yeah no I'm sorry relative to relative to the population of Dragon Con at large did you get the sense that it was significantly swayed towards the male persuasion um like there were quite a few ladies at there Dragon were quite Con. a few ladies there yeah I don't I don't have a good sense of I the, think the I ratio. think the ladies I think the ladies were overrepresented uh Based on the like Dragon Con population. Up. Oh, based on Dragon Con population. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, hell, I have no idea. Like, I'm wondering, I'm actually now I'm wondering what the what the percentage of, like, male to female attendees of Dragon Con is. And the percentage Probably of gone up now that board games are more popular. You think that board games are more popular among ladies? I think... I think the proportion of ladies that are into board games is higher than the proportion of ladies that are into, say, D&D. Or Warhammer 40k. Yeah. I think the proportion of ladies who are into Warhammer 40k is effectively zero. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Why why are ladies underrepresented in fantasy warfare math heavy <laughs> uh, tabletop games that require you to spend a large amount of discretionary income on tiny on specialized protractors and yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. never mind i answered my question yeah <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's because women aren't idiots not that all warhammer 40k players are idiots it's just that a lot of women would call a Warhammer 40k player an <laughs> idiot for spending his money on stupid little dolls. Which he then has to paint himself. Yeah. There is no spoon. Paint yourself. Um, wow. Cut through that hour like a hot knife through butter. Let's see what else is in this forum thread. Uh... Starwood says, uh, and this is this is interesting, there's another comment later in the thread about this. The option revamp had the side effect of breaking a lot of bots and scripts. There were page scraping account.php to find the magic password hash that is so necessary for many actions in KOL. Not too big a deal, but in general, writing bots and scripts and alternate interfaces requires a great deal of hackery like that. Figuring out the format of a page, writing regexes that extract the information you need, and hoping it doesn't change. It is A, annoying, and B, fragile. Would you ever consider providing a simple AP, uh, API that could be used to get at that data without page scraping? Um... Yes, certainly. Uh, that already exists, and because of this, is now being publicized. Uh, but what did this other person say? This other person said something that was a little more contentious. <laughs> right, Maroney writes, I love all the new updates, so please don't tape the, take this as a gripe to stop. Is there any way that you guys could consider commonly used scripts when updates are done, however, and make a little more effort to not break them, or a little more warning that some upcoming changes could potentially break them? That's the question in short, and reasoning why below. And then blah blah blah, he's pissed off that some Grease Monkey scripts stop working because we update the game. The problem is, it is hard enough to maintain a software product when all you have to do is make sure that all of your shit is compatible with all of your other shit. Much less having to maintain compatibility with a bunch of stuff that's made by a larger community. Well, you I mean, like, you're forgetting the, the, the step in there where we're trying to make it compatible with, like, a dozen different browsers and browser versions at this right. point. Right. It's, like, the fucking Internet Explorer, like, not complying with anything that all the other browsers seem to be fine with is aggravating as shit. <clears throat> I don't know that it's... Active Chat works on everything but Internet Explorer. Well, but so part of that is that I, I, I don't think it was fundamentally any more compatible with Safari than it was with Internet Explorer. It's just that there were, like, more... Like, Mac... Mac, like, tech enthusiasts mm -hmm. are using Safari, right? So right. there's, like, a bunch of really smart people working on hacking at that shit to get it to work, and why are there not Microsoft tech enthusiasts using Internet Explorer? There just aren't, because if you're on a PC and you're a tech enthusiast, you're probably using Firefox, or you're I'm using... I'm saying you work for Microsoft, you're going to be using whatever. 
but I'm saying this this is I think a thing that requires a population, not not a thing that requires like a guy at Microsoft, right? Okay. Or I mean, maybe it requires a population in order for the guy to. The percentage of Internet Explorer users who want to run add-on scripts, I think, is way, way lower. And so, no matter what their market share is, that demographic is less likely to spawn somebody who's actually going to make the thing work. Like, I, I could be wrong. It could just be harder, you know? I mean, I know there are, there are a handful of things that Internet Explorer doesn't play nice with, and that those things are more readily accessible, you know, in... Uh, any browser other than Internet Explorer, but like, you know, I, I, like, I don't know why it is. I don't know. I don't know that Internet Explorer is more different than Firefox than Safari is from Firefox. That's that's the contention I would, I would avoid making. But the the problem is we cannot, we can't like announce every change in terms of what it does to the HTML code of the page because we don't know what these scripts are doing and we can't know. Like, we, 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 we can't... We can't reasonably be expected to know because... Like, the most popular ones we usually become aware of because somebody on the dev team is using them and so if we do something that breaks something then we'll either fix it or we will try and get in touch with the person that is in charge of it. The thing about unsupported third-party scripts is that they're unsupported and eventually they're going to quit working. I mean, I don't... You can you can blame us, I guess, for making them go away. I mean, I think honestly, the thing that will make a lot of this better in the future is sort of making the the API that we have got going more <clears throat> sort of more commonly understood. Because like right now, I don't think people even know about it. And yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot to it. I mean, it, right, it is it is way more for botting than it is for scripting at this point, right? Like it's like because the the I know the the major I think Buffbot frameworks are using it because it it gives them a way more efficient way to read Kmail than just screen scraping, right? That was that was the main thing. Sure. Um, and not having to have them rely on chat, for instance. Like anyway, I don't I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I. Uh, Scully has basically convinced us that it's a good idea to uh, just get Active Chat working in yeah. every browser and have that be the native chat interface. I hope that whoever makes Active Chat is cool with that. <coughs> I mean, wasn't Active Chat? It was based a derivation. On, yeah, it was a, it, based on CD Moyer. It was a derivation code. of CD Moyer's code, which I'm sure he would give us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, like. <clears throat> I get why it would frustrate you that your script didn't that, that a script that you used stopped working because of a game update, but that's how it goes, right? I mean that I mean reducing that to a different level, like your favorite strategy for playing the game could be ruined by us changing the game, you know, and like I'm not saying we do that on purpose, but we do things all the time that are based on like the, the desire to like move the game in a particular narrative direction or something else entirely that could have an impact on the way you play the game. And, like, if you played the game vanilla, you could still be annoyed. But, like, those that's just kind of the way that this game in particular is developed, you know? And I think any game that's in continual development is going to have some things that are going to adjust the way that people play them, you know? Yeah. Like, World of Warcraft, like... Every patch breaks every add-on. Not every... Not everything, but, like, yeah, like, if you if you're using old, old add-ons that are not 
regularly updated, yeah, your stuff is going to break sooner rather than later. So. And I mean, that's you know, it's easier it's easier to say this in a case like Blizzard, but it's like what Blizzard wants to do with World of Warcraft is just more important than what the add-on authors want to do with World of Warcraft, right? And like, you know, I I do not diminish in any way the importance of Mafia because I know there are thousands of people who are more than willing to say, boy, I would have quit playing this bullshit years ago if it hadn't been for Mafia. You know, how Mafia just fixes everything that's wrong with, with KOL. But whatever, right? It... <laughs> If, if we want to do something with the game and it turns out that it's going to break Mafia, we'll tell them and we'll try and make it as, you know, as low impact as possible, but we're not going to not do it because of something like that. You know, and that's the nice thing about Mafia being open source, right, is that somebody can always fix it. When some monolithic, closed-off, <laughs> evil, greedy corporation like Asymmetric decides to change the way their code works violation of the spirit of openness somebody's there to save the day with KOL Mafia uh, Blister Guy is asking for a an optional display on the character pane of the number of turns that you've played this run I do want to do that and I also want to add the custom timers thing I've, I think I figured out a way to do that that just uses existing mechanisms without having to make any new database tables or anything Cool. Um, I'll do it in a do it in a what's show, whatchamacallit. You should do that and then track how many people use the feature. Yeah. Because your contention was that like a hundred people use it. And I'm mm-hmm. curious whether that's more like a thousand or maybe five thousand. Right? Yeah. Because maybe it's maybe the people that use these sort of power user features are much higher than you think, and maybe that means we should spend a little more time paying attention to them. Yeah. Uh Stupag asked a bunch of questions that I'll get to when I when I feel like we can the energy they're talking about for it'll probably be later in this show but when we're in more of a uh, talking about KOL mood okay then making dumb jokes mood um we're wait I know we're transitioning to there right now no, this is a transitional I, period I kind of always want to be making dumb jokes though <laughs> yes, that's, that's kind of my that's kind of my whole shtick I'm supposed to remind you says Light Ninja to do the Skeleton Kills Museum record yeah um, I need to go through and like find all the permaflags that are not currently being displayed in the museum yep which yes, not, you do. Not even vaguely done. Yep. First, I got to finish all my beer, drink, right? Yeah, that shit is going slow, buddy. I, yes, <laughs> it is. They're funny though. No. The quality of them is good. No. Yeah, they are. They're good. Terrible. I haven't, I haven't been, I've been reading the beer ones. I should go and do that. I've been reading your. Well, I don't know. Reading. I've been looking at your index card arts. Yeah, I keep getting behind and. I'm still going on my Lego Advent daily adventures. Oh, yeah? Still? Yep. <laughs> How does that work? I bought another Advent calendar. <laughs> what huh. is that one? Is it, it, There's some kind of weird train track thing on the floor of it? Uh, yeah, it's just a city one, but the, the, the little stage that it came with is just this weird train track and some sort of weird electronic circle. <laughs> Do you, do you think that Lego is missing an opportunity by not having enough advent calendars every year to just do it all year round? Possibly. I, I've got I've got a third one here ready to go, and I also ordered off eBay 150 Kinder Egg capsules. 
Then you're gonna open one of those per day. Yeah, when, once I run out of Lego. Wow. Riff, you're um nothing if not full of projects. <laughs> well, this is thankfully this is a simple project that takes like 20 minutes a day. Okay. So. <laughs> sure. Huh. Jowlin writes, uh, Microsoft doesn't historically contribute to open source stuff. It's going that way now, though. And then it says, and secondly, World of Warcraft has beta servers before patches, and the UI is usually ready by the time of the patch. That's a good point, actually. You could you can update your add-ons to stuff that's on the public test realm. You but, say that, and I've had I've had plenty of add-ons <coughs> that have. Oh sure, sure, yeah. And I mean that's that's the thing. That is only as good as that is only as up to date as the people maintaining it, right? Which is exactly the same thing and as every now and then they'll, put, scripts, they'll right? put something that's on the they'll either put something on the beta thing that lasts for a couple of days before they launch it to the wild, or they'll just it'll go just from their sort of final build to wild because there's there have been things that people have never seen before. There's like all kinds of holiday stuff that they'll do that nobody sees. They don't test that stuff on the PTR. Well, they might now. I mean, they did that. Like you know, I'm speaking like two or three years out now, having not played in a long time, but, um, yeah, I don't know, like, we're not as slick as them, that is for sure. Yeah. We're smaller and have less money, and fewer time. people. Yeah. And no Chris Metzen. Yeah. I don't know what Chris Metzen has to do with any of that. I don't either. What do you think would happen if, uh, you put Chris Metzen and Riff, uh, in a making shit up contest? I don't know. Hmm. Like, uh, like. I bet he could beat you in arm wrestling. <laughs> I, I don't know what he looks like. Who is Who is Chris Metzen? He's like the story guy for. Oh, for uh, Warcraft. Warcraft. The lore. The yeah, lore. The lore master. Lore. He's the lore master, the lore master of Azeroth. Hmm. Uh, lore Schoberg is lore <laughs> master of Los Angeles. <laughs> Does he live in L.A.? I think he does. <laughs> Who was it the other day? Lore of the Barbarian's Barbarian? Yes, Lore of the Barbarian Barbarian. That was a generator that was... Uh, that one wasn't actually coded improperly, <laughs> unlike the one that generated the, compre- the complete, the practical, the, the complete. <laughs> um, Working yeah. on clan. Those didn't come out as funny as I expected. Although I they're, guess those they're very they're very realistic. The, yeah, yeah, they're very realistic. Those sort of titles are kind of dry. I'll have to I'll have to see if I can come up with some funnier stuff to put. It on. might be that those that particular variety of that thing doesn't need to be there. You know, we can use that for something else. <clears throat> you guys are speaking in such vagaries that I don't think it's even. You don't even think you know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, I do, but it's not interesting enough. Lightning just says, will there be other methods of getting karma? Currently, I discard three karmas going into the round and manage to get three back, beating the Naughty Sorcerer to 13, leaderboarding, and Nemesis. Would be nice if there was a net gain of karma to make up for those runs where I don't quite hit the leaderboard. Well, a, that whole thing is going to change. A, no, and B, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was going to be... There were going to be some more ways. You know, there w- yeah, there will be... The, like, there was. We were going to add another instant karma for completing the C once that big quest chain is done. And maybe for defeating Fernsworthy. You know, like a big matter of their long optional quest chain or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fernsworthy's not that long. Well, I don't know. It would be... I mean, maybe if you could, if you got one for getting everything in Fernsworthy, because there's kind of a gating trick that makes it tricky to see everything. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's not something I really talk about over the radio. 
<clears throat> because it uses things that go beyond voice. Yeah. You have to, you have to speak like <laughs> yes, a dolphin. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I have to project images. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> yeah, you know, like, our plans are to change that whole system entirely in the short term. Shortish term, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pantsless had a cool idea today. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. It does, yeah. It's not... It, it, yeah. It, it's going to take some thought. It's going to take some yelling. I'm not sure whether I am happier with that or with other things that we can sort of theme and be excited about as objects. Yeah. Uh, Big Mara says, I know you play Twilight Heroes, so I don't need to cite my inspiration. Have you ever thought of making different variations of softcore with fewer than 20 pulls? I feel like I'm a softcore player at heart, but I really haven't played much in softcore in a while because it's pretty taxing. I feel like if there were options to pull 10 or 5 things a day instead of 20, I'd be much more inclined to go that route. These runs would work off of softcore perms and have different leaderboards, in my head at least. Thoughts? Thanks. Well, it does sound like the the high-level softcore players are discouraging <coughs> for having too many turns. Excuse me. I say that again, Riff. I, I, it, it seems like the high-level softcore players are, are having problems with having too many pulls, although I guess they would phrase that as having not enough things to pull with all the pulls they have. Yeah, they're all glasses half-empty kind of guys. Yeah. So, I in playing Twilight Heroes, I... <coughs> I enjoy playing with five pulls more than I like playing with ten. Because, for whatever reason, like, because I have fewer decisions to make, I feel like less pressure. Right? Even though there's more, it's costing more. I'm also not trying to go fast when I do that. And also, there's not... Like, I think there are a relatively fixed number of things that you can pull that genuinely change the game in Twilight Heroes. Like, things that really will speed things up a lot. And most of my pulls... I mean, I'm not super fast, right, at all. Most of my pulls are just, like, gear that makes fighting easier and stuff. Right? So there's enough of that that's, like, a couple days' worth at five pulls. I really do wish my one... The, the biggest regret that I have about NS13 is that we didn't go down to ten pulls. Um, you thought it would be too punitive at the time? Yeah. I think it would just be better. You know, and I like th this is one of those things where I think that it would be better if you only got ten pulls. I think that honestly, if it had always been like that, it would be better than it is now. But we just can't do it now. Oh, well, we could. It's just going to piss a lot of people off. And like, I mean, we could introduce it as a new. There could be two two kinds of softcore options. Yeah, but here the problem is, and I and I think that. I I think that I'm not. Alone in saying. Because you know, Rhyme has has expressed some dissatisfaction with the way the leaderboards work in his game. He, I think, in an effort to not fragment the shit out of the leaderboards, splitting it along each divide of each option that you can choose for a run in that game, has ended up with some leaderboards that are pretty weird. Right? Like every restriction that you put on yourself is a is worth so many points, and then the leaderboards are within these point brackets. And I think that the only way that those leaderboards are competitive is at whatever the lowest restriction level is that puts you on the in that tier. In that bracket. Yeah. And and so, you know, I, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure that those leaderboards are actually encouraging a variety of play. I mean I I, I am enjoying all of the options that are available to me because I'm not trying to hit a leaderboard. I, I can but. imagine a situation where let's say the there's a bracket between ten and nineteen, right? 
where most people would try to find 10 point values of restrictions to get on the leaderboard, but maybe there's a, mu a more clever 15 point restriction which actually goes faster. Right? Like, so that I don't encourages a little bit of variation. Yeah, well, okay. If, if they were if they were not like they're mostly just subtractive is the thing, right? Right. But and and so I don't think that it's really plausible for that to be. I guess I don't know how he structured them, but are they are they all five points? Like no, there's a there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different options, hmm. right? But they're all, you know, there's the there's there's basically the equivalent of don't eat any food, don't drink any booze. I mean, they're they're you know caffeine and sugar in in that, but then don't have either of them. You know, those are worth a, a scale of points. Mm -hmm. And then there's one that's slightly less than that, which is don't have either of them, but you just get some more turns every day, right? Which, you know, I mean, maybe that's a thing that somebody determines is worth it, right? But, like, there's the don't get your familiar until level 9 or whatever restriction, which is just either there or not. And then there's have all of your items available from the beginning, have 10 pulls a day or have 5 pulls a day. I think it's 10. I don't think it's 20 and 5. I think it's 10 and 5. I could be wrong, though. Maybe it's... I don't remember. Huh, now that's now that's freaking me out because I would have I would have told you that it was ten pulls and five, but now I suddenly feel like I might be wrong about that. What um, if uh, what if we offered softcore twenty and then softcore five, which gives you an extra karma if you do it? But it would still need different leaderboards. Mm. Yeah, like. And and just doubling the number of softcore leaderboards is not something I want to do. Yeah. That's the problem, right? Like, if you want to have... <sighs> the thing is that people go to KOLDB to get very specialized leaderboards and be like, look at me, I'm the, like, I'm number two on the list of people who did a 100% run with fewer than five skills as a pastamancer, right? Like, there might be a room for having some of that... Some of that functionality. functionality. Uh, like, yeah, that does seem like... You know, like maybe <clears throat> maybe leaderboards are the type of run you just did, and then you can go there and change a bunch of variables. So you always see how you're doing compared to other people, but then if you want to see, like, a different mm. style, you, like, look it up. Huh. I like that actually. Hell, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like. Well, I mean, so he's got a thing that I think we're moving towards with this with this new plan, which is uh, sort of like runs can be worth a variable amount of of currency that you earn to buy stuff with, right? And so there is a, there is a lot there is a lot more granularity that we're giving ourselves the potential for there. But yeah, I mean, what do you do? I mean, what kind of leaderboards do you see if you've never done an Ascension? I, yeah, I don't know. Right? And I mean, vanilla, vanilla softcore or something? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, uh, do we... Do we track the speed of non-ascended runs specifically? I mean, no, but we let them see, see the leaderboards. I mean, uh, like... No, but what I mean is... Oh, fastest first Fastest through. first But run. I mean, that's yeah. just like fastest stunt multi, you know, is what that leaderboard yeah, would yeah. yeah. right? Yeah, but it might be discouraging for a new player to see it. Or not. 
you know, like, who knows? Yeah. That, that, like, that's the question, right? Like, it, it, somebody who makes the effort to go and find the leaderboards, are they going to be discouraged? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's an excellent question. I really don't know. Um, Irius Villar says, Have you guys seen the inline descriptions Grease Monkey script? It adds WoW-like item slash effect slash etc. tooltips, so you can just hover over a thing to see what it is, rather than clicking and opening and then closing a new window. It's pretty mind-bogglingly convenient. Maybe a candidate for inclusion in the native UI? Hmm? I like that idea. I've never thought of a way to do it that wasn't, like... Because what I don't want is those things constantly being loaded off of the web servers unnecessarily. Right, so... Because right now it actually has to, when you click on an item, it loads a separate description into a separate window, but that's a very discrete event, and you don't click all thousand items. Yeah. Whereas if it was if it was actually going to be embedded in the page so it could pop up instantly, it would have to load all of the descriptions every time you loaded the inventory page, which we clearly don't want to do. Um, the grease because the grease monkey script. I think it probably just creates a little div and loads desk item or whatever into it, which we could do. And I mean, you know, if I was making a game now, that's how I would make it work. You do like mass overs. Yeah, I do. They're a, they're a fantastic way of giving extra information without cluttering the interface. You know? Yeah, I mean... It's interesting how much you like those, but you also want games to be fundamentally playable with a keyboard if you if you can it's not i mean i so so i one of my one of my sort of like drive like i don't think that I- equipping stuff needs to be able to be done with a keyboard right like i just mean like m- navigating around the the shit that you're going to want to do really quickly and without thinking about it i want you to be able to do without without having to without having to move your hand between the keyboard and the mouse. Like I feel like that's a thing that people make fun of me for being against. Like but like when something makes me frequently move my hand between the keyboard and the mouse, it just makes me angry. It doesn't well, make me angry. It just makes me feel like it's badly designed. Okay. Jesus Christ, I played this horrible game. It was, you know, it it might have been a fun game. It was like some Zelda Zelda y game that was on Congregate. That was like it was graphically weird. It was like they had all these bitmaps that were almost scaled right in the Flash version, but then there was like it was weird. It was playing the game in a Flash window was like playing it at a non-native resolution on a flat screen monitor. Like it was just weird looking. Hmm. Like parts of it were blurry and parts of it weren't. But then all of this shit sometimes required you to click on things and sometimes required you to hit keys to like move through tutorial windows and stuff and it was just so it was so busy and convoluted that like what I was going to say was even though the gameplay was fun but I think the gameplay is not fun because I think the gameplay was real squishy like Secret of Mana Secret of Mana was not quite as squishy as Rift did you ever play the DS Children of Mana I can't keep track of which title goes to which game. It was the uh, Children of Mana. <laughs> you had a sword. Was oh, it that game. The game with the sword. Yeah. Was it you killed Zelda-like monsters. or Final Fantasy? It was like it was Zelda-like, but it was just it was just squishy. It was like 
it was it was just the 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 swordplay was just sloppy huh right like you'd you'd have to it was not satisfying like say a link to the past where you would run up to something and hit a button and hit it with a sword right you'd have to like get yourself to where by the time the sword got around to where it was gonna go that's where the enemy was like it was I don't know how to describe it exactly. Secret of Mana was worse than A Link to the Past in that regard. It was just... The, this, the, the sword play was just, like... It was like a car that wasn't very responsive. The controls just weren't, like, tight. And anyway, that's how, that's how this Flash game was. But it was the keyboard and mouse thing that made me most upset. The inline descriptions thing I would consider. If, if I saw a good implementation of it, which maybe I should try that Grease Monkey script and just see what it looks like. Uh, it's most competitive. Uh, Jowlin says that uh, Twilight Heroes is most competitive on number of pulls. So all items plus all other restrictions. Th- so the problem is having access to all of your items but putting all of the other restrictions on put you in a tier of leaderboard that is just hugely different if you have access to all of your items. So then they're just not balanced in Him, terms of points. Well, th- yeah, that's possible. I mean, like, but but I mean then that's argument. but then that's the thing. I mean everything everything has to go. You know everything has to get like doubled. Well, but that's that's kind of fine though, right? Like like that is also something that you could retroactively change and wouldn't piss people off per se, right? Because you could just say. You could start rebalancing things and like base them on the, the scores that people have gotten in the past and keep those people's scores in the new tiers, right? Like yeah, I mean, I guess you know what. I mean, you're changing the leaderboards, but but yeah, I don't know. You're making the leaderboards m- more meaningful. Sure. It is weird that he had a like basically a soft core, but you have all of your items to begin with, right? I mean, that was kind of his casual. Right. But it's still there are still leaderboards for it. You know, there's still leaderboards you can get onto with it. Which is, it was interesting. It was an interesting choice. I've been having fun. I've been continuing to play it for, like, like really regularly, like, basically every day. There's a few days that I've missed, but I have taken, though, to playing basically Oxy so that if I miss a day, I don't feel like I've missed out on eating and drinking. Right. Um... And also because there are unlocks for playing Oxy on every class. Did you did you read at all uh, Stubeck's forum thread that he posted today? About the Statte and Ajaro? Yeah. What, like, the central thesis of that, which was frustrating to me a little bit, is that there is a player or a class of player that feels like there is just no point in playing the game at all on a non-Stat day. Which, you know, like... I think... Because the way that he framed it wasn't like... I, I thought this was an interesting thing, and I wanted to do a stunt run, which, sure, you right. definitely need that. He's like, I thought I would like to do a run. I'd like to, you know, I'd do a playthrough yeah. or whatever. But, like, maybe in his mind, it was like, I want to do a playthrough to see how fast I can go, which means you need, you know, you need everything to align in order for that to be true if we're going to have things like, you know, Feast of Boris and Holidays and Stat Days or what, like, whatever right. all those things are, right? Like... <clears throat> You the th- the things yeah, so the things that make KOL at all like a world at all like a like a thing where when it is matters right mm-hmm. are things 
that rub that kind of person the wrong way. And the question is, how many of that kind of people are there? There, I mean, there was there was definitely some people who agreed with him in terms of feeling frustrated about when they could play optimally. And then there were a bunch of people who were like, or you could just play whenever. My favorite solution to that is just eliminating stat days in Ronin and Hardcore. You know, but I mean, the thing that I don't like about that is that it really seriously, it really seriously, like, diminishes some things have, that, like, people we, doing 10-day runs think are awesome. We stat days as a run option and then have another leaderboard. Yeah, that's the fucking problem, right? Is, <laughs> like, anything that anybody has ever described in terms of that... I'm not adding a fucking pause button. I'm not making it so it's Feast of Boris for you and not for everybody else. I'm sorry. There, there are, like, there is a tiny little raft coster sitting on one of my shoulders telling me <laughs> that that is a horrible fucking thing to do. And then there's just the part of my brain that makes sense sitting on my other shoulder <laughs> saying, ignore that little raft coster on your shoulder. He just wants the world to be covered in cocks and balls. <laughs> and then there's the little bear that just wants honey. Yeah. Also, you have three shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, you know, my third shoulder, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, my chest dick. <laughs> That's what I mean. When I asked if you know what I meant, I meant, did you know that I meant my chest dick? I didn't, but now I do. <clears throat> I don't... I don't know, you know, I've never known what to do about this problem, right? I think that the, the importance of it is overstated somewhat by a guy like that. I mean, clearly, if you want to do a leaderboard run, something as significant as, like, a giant stat game is something that you have to take in consideration, right? Um... You know, another way we could do it would be to make stat gains and, and leveling so easy that that's no longer the limiting factor. Right. Right. I don't know that that's particularly satisfying. I mean... I mean, that sounds like a pretty fundamental change, doesn't it? Well, no. It, I mean, it is, but it's... It would just be sort of a recentering of, like, what's... Y yeah, I mean, it's a change that, you know, just, like, overall makes things awesomer. <laughs> Maybe. You know, I mean, we could just say, all right, we've eliminated stat days and increased all stat gains by 25% across the board. Yeah. Right? Like, we could just, we could do that and it wouldn't hurt anybody, mm. but it would just make everything way faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we could have another NS13 where we slow everything down again. Yeah. Increase all stat gains by 25%. Have all consumable gains. Consumable gains are small in general. There are some exceptions, but... Yeah, I feel like for the most part, that's not where people's <coughs> stats are coming from. No, I know. I meant turns. Oh, turns. Oh. Um, although there are things that people... Like, there are some consumable items that people use that... To, like, zip past some content. Usually only in weird stunt runs. I mean, like, Pebble Brow. Well, I, think, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people drink orbs. There's sure, but I think a lot of people drink Pebble Brow just because it's like it gives you a bunch of stats. You know, it's like it's like a good early game boost to suddenly be tough enough to breeze through a lot of the combats, which is fine, which is great. Um, 
you know, I just don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with this feedback. You know, because it's, it's an idea that clearly has a little bit of resonance, at least among the people in the forums, right? And it's been brought up many times before, you know, and, like, we've we've ruminated on it and not been entirely satisfied with any of the options. Yep. The idea of, like, turning off holidays for yourself, though, and, like, I don't know if Stu wanted that to be the way that it worked, and then the leaderboards are still the same, like, you're still competing on the same leaderboards, because I don't think there's any way to balance that. Yeah, you know? know? Um... But it's like it's like people this don't seem to mind the holidays, right? Like holidays, zip, like jump around and are on different days of the week and stuff like that. And yet yeah, I mean that. So, so here's here's the thing, right? If you can only play on stat days, why can't you only play on Feast of Boros? Is it because stat days happen so much more regularly, and Feast of Boros is once every ninety-six days or whatever? You know, like is it is there some threshold at which it doesn't matter. Is it because Moxie days are back to back, and so you get two days in a row that's important? Is it? I really don't know. People make all kinds of leaderboard runs during Crimbo because they know that there's like a bunch of special stuff that makes runs go faster during that time. Right, but they don't say that I can only play the game in December. Although that we we clearly have more people playing, so maybe some people are actually feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What if, what if in order to avoid like degenerate, degenerate fuckery at like the first day of a new player's account, the moons stop applying to stat gains less than ten, say, and instead of it being a thing where it's twenty five percent on one day, you know when the moon is full or whatever, what if? It's sinusoidal between 25 and negative 25% of stat gains, depending on the phase of the moon. So that... So it makes it even worse on non-stat days? Does it? I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah. But no, but I mean, it's better on... It, it, so it's like, instead of, instead of it just being a toggle, stat day or non-stat day, it's like, you know somewhere between a stat day and the opposite of a stat day for every stat, but for some stat, it, there's, it's always like a bonus day, right? I feel like it becomes a more complicated thing to keep track of. Yeah. But, all you need to do, then, I mean, if we, if we just, if we made it so, like, alright, well, it is only, it is, at any point when it is not optimal to do a muscle run, it is optimal to do a moxie run. Right? In terms of the stats that you're gaining. So spread it out that way, and then mist. It'll I mean, never be. It'll never be optimal to do mist run because the days are not back to back. Well, who who knows in this new system? I mean, it's no longer when the moons are the same. That, like, or maybe it is when the moons are the same, right? But but like, you know, maybe we just do. We work out some formula. Maybe mist is less predictable. Like that. That's sounds like a thing, <laughs> right? I mean, but then that's the question, right? Like, so d like, is it okay? Can the wiki say, all right, so? Do you think it is interesting if, in a new player's perspective, instead of something giving you, like, 100 mist, it gives you, like, some amount of mist, between 75 and 125, depending on what the moons are like? I mean, it's already all in a range, right? Nothing just gives you, like, a flat-out amount of a stat. I mean, some stuff does, but we tend to make it 
vary. You know, and like I said, like none of this none of this would apply to stack gains below like ten points. Just so as not to you know, make it so like starting a character on a certain day means that your progression through the first couple of levels is is crippled. Because that's clearly some bullshit that we don't want. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's better or not. Because I mean, if you're playing muscle class and you're that and you're playing it because the muscle gains are so great, but your moxie gains are now 25% lower than they used to be, that maybe is even harder to play because you're just getting hit so much more often or something, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. I really don't know. Well, I mean, you know, what if we did something where it tended toward high, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, imagine a distribution that was like, you know, plus 10, plus 10, plus 5, plus 5, minus 5, minus 10. Right? So in general, that's more stats across the board. There's like certain days when things are going to be slightly diminished. But like, in the same way that, like, I don't think, like a 25% increase is still a really big deal. I think a 10% increase is probably still a big deal. But a 10% increase two days in a row is the same as a 20% increase, so it's a big deal, right? Like, it, it's, it's saving you the same amount of turns. If you play, like, I'm honestly curious how much offstats are relevant at all in a speedrun. Because I'm pretty sure that it's not, like, being able to survive shit. It's, like, being able to, I'm pretty sure it's not being able to equip shit either. It's, it's, I don't, I don't think that there is. I mean, main set is clearly the most important, but I feel like Moxie as an offstat is an important situation for a lot of players. Maybe not. Maybe not the people who, for whom combat is just never even a question. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, for the people who would care about this, right? The people who currently care about this. If we if we rigged it so, in general, people were getting slightly more stats than they did before. We just said, hey, we've changed the way the moons work as regards stats. You're getting slightly more, you know, they're on a cycle now, and you're getting slightly more stats than you did before. I mean, there's still, you know, if we did just some weird, unpredictable shit for Mist with, with the Hamburglar, right? I mean... I mean, it's it's not unpredictable. It's just no, but it's it's pretty much on like a like a 117 day cycle or something, right? Like right. 178. Like how many how many days does it take for that to reset? I don't even know. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, so if we created a situation where every once in a while there was some thing where it was like, you know, everything happens at once to make it super possible, is that any worse than like Feast of Boris happening during Crimbo? I mean. It's something that you can plan for. If you know it's coming, do you think, oh, I can't play until then? Um, eh, I don't know. What do you think about that, people? Well, here's some feedbacks. That is something that I would be okay with, because, I mean, that's that's a thing. Like, we haven't taken away the notion of the moons being tied to stat gains, but we've, you know... Right. It'd be a tricky thing. To, it'd be a tricky thing to try and balance. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't solve the problem where if you want to play, if you want to do a moxie ascension, you still have to wait for the moxie signs to be in alignment with your real life schedule, right? That doesn't. If that is your problem, then that does not solve your problem, right? Well, do you? I mean, 
is there gonna is there still gonna be some fixed period of two days when it is the best well, for that? I mean, yeah, right. Is, according, is, according to the way that you described it, as I understood it, yeah. Is there? Yeah, right. Because it doesn't it like isn't it a sine wave? So there there's a peak, there's a part where it's at the top of the peak. Yeah, except that, like, if what is it eight eight days? So how would that work? It would be like. Imagine it's like zero, zero five ten, five zero, negative five, negative ten, negative five. On each of the eight days, say. There's really like several sets of days that include the peak, right? So that you, but there, there will be an optimal day for the peak. Like if if for okay. missed runs, you know they want it on like day three, let's say. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Like that. Like it becomes. It yeah. Becomes I mean, I guess there's. I guess there's no way. There's no way to avoid there being some mathematically optimal, right, solution to the thing. That's that's. I mean, not that that idea isn't interesting. I just don't know that that solves the problems that people are having. Also, if we fix this, something else will be oh, the thing yeah, that makes it yeah, so no. right. So it, like, it's like, at what point is this actually? Somebody even brought that up in the thread, which was interesting. It was like, if you solve this problem, then you're going to have to like get rid of grimacite items because they also are dependent on the moon cycles. I'm like, fuck that. I mean, seriously. You know what would be great if ascensions took like a month? I. I don't know how great that would be. Yeah, right? Like, if there was enough content that the game was interesting for a month, then yes. Jeez. No, I just... I think once you've played Dis. through the game a couple Holmes. times, like, you want the, like, Dis. relatively rapid cycle of playthroughs, right? Riff, hot stuff just dissed me. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the game... Like, okay, so if Twilight Heroes, if the, if the runs took a month each, do you think you'd be satisfied with the game? No, I don't know. I, I don't think you would. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't either. I mean, you know, I'm doing runs that take a week. I'm also not competitive. And, you know, neither are most people. So, like, that's... Huh. I wonder if that's a true statement. I don't care about the leaderboards. I like... I like having fun. I like... I like beating the shit out of things. I like, you know, getting new stuff. I like getting more powerful over time. And doing these, like, you know, seven, eight-day runs that I'm doing in Twilight Heroes is scratching all those itches. Maybe 30-day runs wouldn't, you know? I don't know. It's it's a question whether you would see meaningful progression over the course of that time, you know? This, this screensaver that the potential artist has drives me fucking crazy. Because there's some error in it? There's, yeah, there's a missing number. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> Poitnarf says, Hot Stuff, how did you like the tour of National Ignition Facility? Does Lawrence Livermore National Lab let random people on site to go on tours, or are you just special? We're pretty special. We met a we met a fellow at, at Max Fun Con that lit, worked at the National Ignition Facility. Um, it, I think, so it sounded like they had a lot more tours while the facility was being built hmm. than, it, than they have now when it is, like, operational. Um... And it was cool. Like, it was interesting. It was, I think Jick put it the best way, which was, it was not as cool as I had hoped, but not as boring as I had feared. <laughs> right? Because it was, I, you know, I kind of wanted to see, like, lasers blowing shit up, right? Which, 
it was what I kind of had out. Yeah, you for. just weren't gonna see. And you know, I I knew that wasn't gonna. And like, I was really afraid that it was just gonna be like, there was like nothing to see at all, and like the person who'd be taking this around was just would be completely boring. And it was it was neither of those things. It was like kind of interesting. Like the scale of it was bigger than I had expected. Um, there were some cool displays. Uh, you know, like there was just there was some stuff that was really neat. And like I think. Jake and I were pretty interested in some of the aspects of it. I think there were some other people with us who were not as excited about ladies. It. Yeah, there were some ladies with us um, who were not mom. as excited about it. Yes, <laughs> Jake's mom was there. <coughs> um, probably wasn't worth the background check. Yeah, although we all passed the background check. No, we did. Apparently, so, none of us are a security risk. Yeah, that's good to know. My mom, I was worried. She was. She was. She had ties to some shady organizations back in the '60s. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> We had considered from, from the time that she was three to the time that she was thirteen, she was a real subversive element. <laughs> we uh, we had considered uh, inviting. She smoked a cigarette once. The uh, the programmer for the the new game that we're working on, but he almost definitely would not pass it back. Yeah, he had been uh, jailed as a political dissident. He'd been arrested. Arrested? He wasn't jailed. Okay. And <laughs> the political dissident. He plus he's he, a Wikipedia editor. He pied Thomas Friedman. <laughs> plus he's a. Uh, <laughs> Did he really? That, yeah, that's that's when he got arrested. <laughs> he's Which, also he's also a brown person. They yeah, don't, you yeah. can't trust them. That's true. Uh, Chilled is asking if we have dates for Con One yet uh, to aim his holiday allowance at. Con, con One. one. No, sorry. Says, I think it was. <laughs> Do you have some dates for Con I can aim my holiday allowance <laughs> at? Con I. Oh, I see. Uh, Do you have any dates for the screening of Con Air <laughs> that you'll be having? <laughs> like. If if I had my druthers, um, you know, it's going to be probably in September, which is the standard thing. Um, I think it would probably be the 16th, 17th, 18th, but we have not, we've not even looked into spaces yet as far as I know. I want to use the same space. There's no reason not to. So we, you know, it, assuming we want to use the same space, we need to see what their schedule is, because yep. people schedule weddings and stuff there, so that, you know, every weekend in September might be gone. Maybe we should we do that now. Yes. Maybe we you should call them tomorrow. We probably should we should do that now. Um, yeah. So we we should get on that. Is basically our response yeah. to that inquiry. I don't have a good I don't have a good response otherwise. Sleepy Worm says, "Oh hey, Sleepy Worm. By the way, I uh, I did a search on the forums for your instructions on how to return my Xbox, and you'll be happy to know that I've got a shipping label." Ready to send my Xbox oh, back. Congratulations. I know. Yeah, congratulations on finally getting my shit together enough to spend literally the seven or eight minutes that it took to take care of this thing that I've been complaining about for six months. Yeah, but that's, um, that's good. I was happy that the troubleshooting steps revealed that the problem was not my hard drive, so that means at least that I don't lose... You hopefully. I don't lose any... Uh, Unless it gets destroyed in shipping. No, you don't ship the hard drive. Oh. You remove the hard drive, ship in the box. Probably with... Uh, my Xbox is like five years old, so I'm imagining that they're just going to send me a new Xbox. You think? Yeah. I have a feeling that it's... I have a feeling that it's got to be more cost-effective for them. I mean, I paid like 120 bucks. Who were right. we talking to about hardware development, and they were saying we would be surprised how often a product changes in the first six months that it's out. They'll be like, this capacitor costs three cents less. And so they'll like build a new one that has a, you know different capacitors like this we can we can put these four or five elements in there because we can get a, a bigger heat sink right for like who were we talking to less. about that i don't know wow why do i not remember this was it doc galactic 
Yeah, it was actually because he was he was talking about process chain management. Yeah, because he's working at Microsoft. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he was, he used to be working at Microsoft. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah, that was totally him. Um, Which is interesting, <coughs> right? So that means like, you you get a box one you know one month and then six months later, what what is packaged exactly the same and not doesn't look at all different on the outside could be kind of surprisingly different inside. It also makes sense why you get spates of similar Complaints. anecdotes about failures. Yeah. That's really interesting. Spates. Do you think Dr. Spatezo could tell us about these spates? How do you feel about similar incidents of failure? Uh, Sleepy Worm says, How would you feel about putting Lunch Smack back into the game? How do you feel about Lunch Smack still being in the game? Lunch a, Smack. A handful. Like lunch Smack. Lunch Mac. Lunch Macs. Yeah, like when you eat macaroni for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of macaroni than dinner macaroni. <laughs> dinner Mac. Yeah. And there's bur- fourth. There's fourth Mac. If you heat your macaroni up too much, Talk you might about. get Bernie Mac. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, <laughs> sometimes in the Midwest or in Texas, they eat Big Mac. Everything's bigger in Texas, including my third shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it gets bigger when I go through there. I don't know why. Is it all the girls in? I guess I just have a hard on for bigotry. Chaps. Yes, all the girls are in chaps. Their lips are chapped, though. Yes. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Lunch Smack still being in the game. I mean, it's just, like, bullshit. It's, a, it's right? an interesting legacy thing. Yeah. It was the skill that I permed from NS11. Oh, yeah? yeah? You permed it because you knew it was going away? I did. Did everybody know it was going away? Or are you just a cheater? Well, uh, I was definitely a cheater. Um, the only way you could get it is if you permed it mm-hmm. on your very first ascension, right? I guess I guess people would know. People could have held off. Well, anyone who was a seal clubber could get it. Anybody else could not have ever gotten it. Yeah. So. Lucky you. Yeah. I thought you were an accordion thief. I was. But because I was testing Ascension, I could be any class I wanted to before Ascension. Oh. Okay, right. <coughs> so you're just a dirty, dirty exploiter. Exploiter. Dirt. Yep. yep, yep, yep. And you could only softcore permit, so, permit, so no one has it in hardcore. Right. Also, does it even do anything? Uh, I think it's just a regular attack. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a regular attack, only it costs mana. Sure. Juion <laughs> uh, says, Odd question, because it's not really a new game, but have you guys played Dragon Age Origins? I was expecting it to be a lot like Mass Effect, but it's really not at all. I also wasn't expecting it to be less stable than a Bethesda game. Oh, sick burn! <laughs> I've really been enjoying it, but after the third time a climactic battle crash due to me casting a spell, I get frustrated with it. Rift, did you play Dragon Age? Uh, no, but Lycra did. I enjoyed the few minutes of it that I... I mean, I played a couple hours of it. I started a couple different characters. I enjoyed and the anecdotes that I heard from you guys and from... Idle uh, Thumbs. Idle Thumbs. Idle Thumbs, yeah. yeah. The, their world was really interesting. I found the battle gameplay to be just just bewildering and the, not fun. It was like the assisted... Like the party yeah. combat yeah. thing. Mass Effect 2 nailed action-y RPG combat, and it did so because it was like a cover-based shooter, <laughs> right? Like, I just don't know, I don't know if you can do party action RPG combat if you are expected to actually control the other members of the party. Like, I just, I, you know. Yeah, because turn-based party combat works fine, but it's kind of tedious. Yeah. I mean, you remember how much fun, like, say, uh, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past was? And you remember how you had, like, six other dudes? You were, like, Link and the six other dudes? No, wait, you weren't. You were just one guy. Because <laughs> that's... 
Well, on the other hand, I really enjoyed Might and Magic 2. Well, okay. Might and Magic 2. Yeah. It what was the... back in the day when it was... Oh, well, all... sure, but you... Okay, so in the Might and Magic... Well, the, the thing about the Might and Magic games is that all of your characters were basically, like... You were basically, like... A, a, a hexapus. Yeah, yeah. Who, each of whose six tentacles was a different style of adventurer. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they're not moving around independently. It's just, you have, like, a, an... And it's also turn-based. Yeah. Right? Like, there was no there was no action in that <clears throat> Like So, what the, the one thing that I would argue that is possible is there are the people that do multi-boxing for, like, let's say World of Warcraft. Um, and they control a bunch of different characters... Wait, so they control a horizontal character and And they control the vertical character? (laughs) Yes. Um, The horizontal characters are in second life. (laughs) They have their genitals equipped. (laughs) They, uh... Basically, there are just, you know, like, macros that they define to do certain things, and then they, like, just own all over noobs, basically. I think you could probably do some stuff, like, right, you know, you could probably do some scripting of your things, like, hey, healer, if my hit points gets below X, heal me. You know, yeah. that's how was it? Final Fantasy thirteen work? Twelve, twelve, <laughs> twelve. I think twelve. I don't remember. There are too many Final Fantasy at this point. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. what isn't like eleven the MMO or something? Eleven was an MMO. Eleven, and yeah. Was eleven was the MMO. Twelve was the last one I played. Thirteen, 13 is, is the one that just came out. Is also an MMO though. Is no. It? No. No. Was it Final 14. Fantasy Eleven Two? A new Final no. Fantasy MMO just came out. Okay, I don't think 14? it was. It wasn't. Okay, <laughs> I remember Final Fantasy Ten pretty specifically because that's the last one I played all the way through. Did, was that the one where you're a bunch of girls in a band? That was Ten Two. I also <laughs> played that one. Um, <laughs> not not Ten. Also, that was X Two. <laughs> Um, and then the one after that, 11, was the MMO. Okay. And then there's been two more single players. So is it... But, I mean, now that you've established that there so was a 10, 2, could it be no, 12 No, they, they were separately two? numbered. They were separately numbered. Okay. So I th- I'm pretty sure it was 12 and 13, and 14, the MMO, just came out. 14. Because I, I think I remember hearing something about 14 as well. So maybe 14 is the MMO. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, 12, I, 12 had the sort of thing where... I played it so you little, program, I really don't remember. But yeah, you you could you could acquire there there were basically drops that were behaviors, huh. and then you could tell your your party members. Yeah, exactly. Healer, if I drop below twenty five percent, cast a heal spell. Interesting. Huh. That's an interesting idea. As a drop. Well, yeah, drop yeah like drops and quest rewards. I mean, they were they were they were objects in the way that materia from Final Fantasy VII were objects. But those were just objects, right? I mean, they were objects that you could socket and they would give you spells. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that all they did, though? I don't remember. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> How's uh, Fernsworthy going? Says back Sizzlan, Sizzlan, Slan. It is it is in the hopper for implementation. <gasps> the Dennis Hopper. Blue Scream yeah. says to go play Ocarina of Time right now. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. the 3DS version. I have never played it. I have a... Sleepy Worm says please don't pre-record every show. See, we wouldn't be able to have conversations like this where Sleepy Worm tells us not to pre-record every show. 
We could ask people, we could tell people when we're going to pre-record it and ask them to send in things replying to the things they think we might have said. We could tell people when we're going to pre-record it. What they will do sometimes on podcasts that I listen to is they will have like a live stream playing on you chodes yourself. How is that, How would that be different than what we're doing now? Well, because it would not... We would not be having to feed all of the... Like, we'd be feeding the audio into something, and then... Feeding I'm pretty sure... Audio <coughs> into something. So we'd be recording off of the board, but also broadcasting out of the laptop. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> so, interesting. We need a better board, because I, I ended up taking my headphones off, because it was just, like, I was not actually able to discern volumes well, and it was just pretty static Too stuff. buzzy. Yeah, I mean, there's just, this this board is just dying in the same way that the other one died. Yeah. Uh, not in the uh, phantom power button refusing to stay stuck down, so we have to stick a toothpick in it, <laughs> or a little paper football. But, uh, yeah. Goddamn audio equipment. It is frustrating how complicated audio is. Yeah. We've talked about that recently, even. Uh, Madzor Panza says, Madzor Panda says, is the new PvP system leaning more towards limited per day, fights per day, or some other new direction? Now nah, it'll be fights per day. But also new directions. Well, sure, it's a new direction, but it's still going to be like you're spending an adventure. Well, you'll be spending a fight. You won't be spending. <coughs> a it'll be. It'll be. A li- it'll be. A, it'll be some other limited resource like adventures. Oh, on demand writes. Thirded, the live show is part of its charm and randomness. Okay, fine. Uh, Mazar Panza says, uh, Panda, goddammit, why can't I say that? Also, concrete sp- stat days make me spend time on parts of the game that I don't think about. I kind of like that. I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, hey, cool. You can make your own cloud chambers. Wait, what? Oh, you mean, like, at home. Regarding stat days, says Tupac, I really wish I could sit down and talk to you to explain this easier, but a few things. One, off stats matter. You need them to equip things like the war gear and the pirate fledges. If Moxie was plus 25%, but Mist was minus 25%, you'd be seriously fucked for putting those things on. Two, holidays don't matter for speed that much. Feast of Boros isn't on a stat day, so the consumable gains are outweighed by the lost stats. Plus, generating turns isn't really hard for some paths. Softcore no path generating turns is pretty trivial, so Feast of Boros is actually detrimental. Uh... I could live fine forever doing runs without holidays, pretty sure they'd be much as good as anyone else's. I should have clarified, but for me, a run means a speed run. I still do ascensions lazily the rest of the time, but they're sort of not why I play the game. You're totally right about Grimacite being the next thing. Thing is, if I could choose to have Moxie plus 25% on Saturday and Sunday instead of Sunday and Monday, it would work a lot better for me. I can't speak for anybody else, of course, but that would be true for them, too. I don't know, maybe this is just unsolvable in any way that will satisfy you guys and guys like me. That would make me sad, because I like playing speed runs, and if having a life is incompatible with that, it'll make me a sad panda. Uh, Blue Scream says an unoptimal ascender of the moon thing sounds like it might cause more problems than it would solve. So, <clears throat> what is the problem then? Huh, wait. Star Wars says, how about having the stat days give you an intrinsic effect? The effect increases all stat gains just like it does now. Then you make other ways to get similar effects, such as the essential tofu, but only the highest active effect ever kicks in. And it's like Stupak's Moonlight in a jar, be they karma store items, semi-rares, drop from furnace weather, or whatever. Seems like that would keep the essence of the moons, but give a way to ameliorate it. But that just means that you would still have to go on the days when you could get it for free from the moons. Yeah. Right? Unless you made stat day items 
free polls or something. Yeah. I mean, you could get them in hardcore. Yep. Well, I mean, you get stat days in hardcore. Presumably, presumably the people who want to be able to tune the stat days want them to be able to do it in hardcore, hardcore too, well. right? So, which is why they're they're talking about doing it as a as a karma thing. Yeah. You know. So, you seem to be okay with the idea of a moon being destroyed and the dust of that moon becoming a drug which provides you with the effects that the moon might have had. Mm -hmm. Theoretically. Let's say we had a conversation (laughs) where that was the the gist. Okay. (laughs) Um, What if we have an event that destroys the moons? Let's just get rid of the moons. And they become... And then the, and then the, the, uh, the tides yeah. uh, destroy Seaside Town. <coughs> right? Like, I mean, that if the narrative, if we want to, like... So that would free up some space on that top menu. <laughs> is yeah. there... Is there... <laughs> I mean, could we... Could we have... Could we keep the moons but find something else for them to do? On on that rotation, that would not be that would not, be a sentiment that would not that like, would, yeah that would not be the same. You problem. can only use certain vowels on certain <laughs> days in chat. <laughs> huh? Right. I mean, like you know, hell, I don't know. So, how would we preserve like the things that the things that flat out require there to be moons in order to exist? Right. You know, because I should not be averse to this. Right. Like. Late 2010, early 2011 is the year of setting shit on fire. So, you know, let's imagine. Let's imagine an event that destroys the moons. And then there are, you know, places where you can get... Harvest the moon dust. Harvest the moon dust. Yeah. You know, or... So do you use that to set to set traits on your character that then determine the power of your Grimacite gear, what kind of stat days you have? Like, maybe similar to what they are now... So you're still like nothing changes in terms of what would be what would have been possible under the current system, except for you can set it yourself. Yeah, Let's say. That, that it's no different. Yeah, from we day figure to day. some we figure some mechanism yeah. out that, that does that. I mean, th- that's <clears> the thing. What is the what is the mechanism that is like plus twenty five percent stats on one day out of every eight? That is a thing that you can voluntarily do every day. Well, not necessarily that you can do it, <coughs> but maybe you set up at the beginning of your run a little incense tray full of the moon dust <laughs> that you start burning and that sets the next eight days of whatever and it you know you know like I, who knows like I, we could we could come up with something that that would let you sort of pick an arbitrary time to start your cycle <clears throat> um yeah I don't know like if the if being in the same world because of these moons is dissatisfying, maybe we just blow up the moons. It's interesting. We should talk about it. Okay. We should think about it. We should think about it and talk about it. Moons are cool. I don't know how I don't know how like integral they are to the KOL mythology, you know? How integral it like are they any more I mean we had talked about eventual moon content. <laughs> Yeah. So we we hinted at some. Yeah. 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 
It'd be funny if the moon zones were actually already done and people just weren't adventuring there because they didn't know how to get there. Yeah. You have to click on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's been there the whole time. <laughs> Uh, I should uh, I should turn this here broadcast and uh, broadcast any machine over to uh, Donna Matrix. This is a good show, guys. I had fun. Yep. Welcome back, yep. Riff. Hey, good to be yeah, back. Yeah, Riff's good for radios. <laughs> In general, like you know, if you're yeah, around if radios, I'm standing near a radio, the reception works better, gets better. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly, they get FM if they were only an AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hold my arms in a particular. Oh sure. But is that, that's that's a pretty small price to pay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good weekend.